Welcome to the Far From Average podcast, where we interview people and speak about topics that are far from average, so you can take your business and your life to the next level. First and foremost, this podcast is sponsored by Fortune 800. For any of your credit needs, credit repair, trade lines, anything added to your credit report, helping you get to the next level with your credit score, go to www.fortune800.com and the DIYcreditebook.com if you want a do-it-yourself solution to improving your credit score. I have an extremely special guest with us here today, the boss man, the Haitian boss, uh, exotic car boss. I mean, this guy owns over 18 different exotic cars. He told me he just picked up a Rolls Royce and he owns over 10 real estate properties. And we're going to speak about how you can get into the exotic car rental space as well as the real estate space and some of the skills and things that you need in order to get to the next level and to start playing in a bigger arena like that. So without further ado, let me introduce the, the boss man himself. Yeah, yo, yo, what's up? What's up? Thanks for having me here tonight. Yeah, man, I really do appreciate it. Now, <clears throat> obviously, looking at you, you pulled up in the brand new Bentley, yeah. blacked out, yeah. Gucci down. You, I mean, you got the Rolex. Yes. You obviously got it going on, but obviously you didn't start off that way. No, no. So give me, take us back to before you were the boss, man. Take us back to how you got to this point. Man, you know, my family's originally from Haiti, Port-au-Prince, Haiti. You know, I'm a Zoe out of New York. Uh, left familiar to my family out of New York. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, you know, we, I grew up poor. You know I mean? Just like most inner cities. Okay. Uh, I didn't have the best things. I didn't have all this. I didn't have none of it. You know, I, I remember one time, I used to remember me growing up, man, to the point I, I used to see my mom going to our neighbors mm-hmm. asking to borrow money to pay my car bill. Wow. You know what I mean? I remember that as a kid. You know what I mean? I, I remember taking our plumbing being messed up. The landlord wanted to fix our plumbing that we had to take baths and sours, buckets. Mm. In New York. You know what I mean? So that's a life I don't want for myself and my kids and my family. Right. But you know what, I mean? what I noticed is whenever somebody has a story like that, there's either they either use that as the reason why they aren't successful or the reason that they are successful. In your instance, you're saying you saw that when you were young and you didn't want that for yourself. Mm-hmm. What made you go down that route instead of just accepting this is where I'm going to be? Nah, it wasn't in me. My pops taught me, you know, my pops was a hardworking man. Uh-huh. Despite that, we we're going through our ups and downs. I mean, there would be years and months that we had we do good, and then be years and then we do not good. And my dad always worked hard. He tried. But he didn't have that entrepreneur spirit. He believed in that nine to five, work hard, uh-huh. retired, four one k, and that wasn't me. Mm. Where did you get the entrepreneurial spirit then? Actually, I got it from my mom's. Your mom's? Yeah, I get from Mama Dukes. <laughs> Tell me about that. <laughs> my mom always, man, she's always coming up with some some crazy stuff to do. You know, what I mean, she, you know, she, you know, she's from Haiti. You know, she's just trying to make it in the world here in the states. But she just knew that, you know, what I mean, she she wanted more than just a job. He worked odd jobs, but she's always doing doing seminars, wanting to invest, uh-huh. coming to real estate, always trying to find cook up some hustle. But she's always doing it. I don't yeah. know how she was doing it, but she always came home with some bread. Wow, you that's tough. <laughs> I mean, that that's amazing. Now, yeah, what was your first entrepreneurial venture that you that you went on? My very very first one is actually right after high school, out in Vegas. Uh huh. Okay, East Side, El Dorado. Um, well, after high school, my mom's, you know, put me on her credit cards. That's authorized I mean, like, user. Like users, yeah. My uh-huh. mom put me on credit cards so I could have credit. 
Wow. You know what That's I mean? That's big. So, yeah, so I remember getting my first credit card in the mail for 10,000 credit limit. Oh. I mean, you know, I mean, you know you, you're 17 years old. That's a lot of money. Yeah, you're like, dang. <laughs> That's a lot of money. And I, you know, I wasn't like my friends that went to go buy Jordans or whatever, FUBU back in the day, you know, uh, Rockefeller, San John. My, my goal was to open a business. Mm. So I took that credit card and told my mom, I want to open a, a business. What can I do with this 10 grand? And she supported me. She supported you. She supported, She said she gave me the permission to go use it because I was an authorized user. Yeah. You know what I mean? So she said, yeah, I'll support you. And I decided to open up a, a, a merchant gift shop in the flea market. A merchant gift shop. Yeah. So what kind of stuff were you selling? You know, like Spencer's? Spencer's at the mall? Yeah. Yeah, like that. Novelty stuff. Novelty stuff, like yeah. T-shirts. T-shirts, um, birdhouses, um, stickers, glasses, um, just everything. Everything. Mm. Everything. And it was called it was called Discount Merchants Gift Shop on Decatur uh-huh. here in Vegas. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you know, what I mean, um, I had that going on for a while. I had my first employee. You know, what I mean, that was my girlfriend back then. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean, she was working working for me, but also too, I was going to school at the same time. You know, I mean, I was going to community college out here for what? I was going to be go ahead a businessman. So okay. Yeah, I did small business one on one. Okay. Yeah. So I, I did small business, and my minor was on uh, marketing. Okay. Okay. So I was just working I was, when I was not in school. I'll be working my, my business. Yeah. At the um, Indo Swap Meet over on Decatur, and I believe it's called Fantastic Swap Meet still. Yeah, yeah fantastic. That, yeah, I was in there. Oh, okay. So that's <laughs> you said yeah. that's where the first business setup was yeah. at. Yes, yes, yes. And that's why I used my 10000 credit card. So how did that business go? Curious. Man, business, you know what? Business was tough. You know, I was new to it. You know what I mean? Um, I even had it online before, you know, online was big, e-commerce. Mm. You know what I mean? So I had I had a business consultant that set up my whole webpage where my customers can also shop online. Oh, okay. Back, now, back then, it was, I believe it was called uh, American Online. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So people can go to that website, order my stuff, I'll package it up, and me and my mom would sip it out to my customers. Okay. So um, your first business is like the merchant store with the yeah. t-shirts and everything yes. like that. Yes. Where do we go next? After that, so what happened was uh, 9-11 happened. Mm. Okay. So definitely... Um, when we got attacked, we went into a minor recession. Right. Okay. And my business went out of business. I took a hit. Nobody was spending money. So I had what I had to do is go get a job. I worked at the, at the power company. You know, uh-huh. to me, that was a, a, a minor setback. But, you know, I was blessed to even get a job that would pay me decent so I can get through it to my next adventure. Okay. Uh-huh. And during those three years, I, I got into real estate. And that I got into that by accident. Again, Mama Dukes again. Wow. Okay. My mom asked my pops, hey, is he, he could take her to a seminar for real estate investment to real estate to get free money from the government. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, my, my pops didn't want to do it. You know, he, he just thought she was crazy. Um, trying to get in, involved into another scheme. But she wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, my dad was this working man. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, my pops came to me, hey, can you take your mom to the seminar for me? You know what I mean? You know, at the time, I just wanted to go hang out with my friends. But, you know, my pops asked me, I'm not having his back. So I took my mom to the seminar, and I got interested into it. About free money, I get the free money for them to pay for your housing. Right. I said, I told my mom, hey, I could do this. And she said, okay, I'll, I'll pay for the class. For um, I'll give you a G-ball to take the class. Uh-huh. And then just when you learn it, you put me on. Mm. So I, I did that, got the free money, got down payment assistance, all that. And I bought three properties within six months. Wow. Yes. In six months? In six months. Yeah, a house every two months. A house every two months. What program was this? 
But back in the day, like I said, the government, if you get properties for like, uh, so like assistant living, mm-hmm. foster homes, mm-hmm. the government will pay for your home. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so that's how you came up on your first story, two yeah, each month. Yeah, exactly. Because they will pay to help them help their problem. You know what I'm saying? So if you help them, what they have, they will pay for your um, pay for your housing and properties and everything. Now, when you, and I know a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with this. Mm-hmm. When you had that setback and you had to go get a job, what were you thinking in that moment? <sighs> Did it hurt your ego? No, 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 no. I didn't hurt my ego. It was just a minor setback. My, that's all. That's all I you saw. That because my mom was always to say, you know, you know, every real hustle always have a major loss. Mm. And if you're a real hustler, you bounce right back, son. And you're too young to be feeling the setback. You bounce back. You know what I'm saying? So she give me that, that that pep talk. Right. You know what I'm saying? Real, real, real bosses have real losses. Dang, real bosses have, have real, real losses. losses. Yeah, that's a gem. She said that? Yeah, she said that for real talk. Man, that's a gem. Yeah. Now, after you get into real estate, just to uh, speak about, you know, setbacks, because there's a lot of entrepreneurs that are dealing with step, setbacks lately. Like, things were popping during... The, uh, the whole pandemic because people are getting free money, unemployment. Now things I noticed for a lot of entrepreneurs are starting to slow up. When did you, when did you experience enough? Because I don't think that was your, your biggest loss, right? No, no, not by far. No, by far. Yeah. So well, when that, that, when, when that big loss hit, what was that? And how did you deal with it? Okay. So I got into real estate. I killed the game here in Vegas, in Sin City. Like, everybody knows me as the real estate guy here uh-huh. before Boss Life Exotics. I was the, the guy, the plug when it came to houses out here, investments. Uh huh. You know what I mean? I, I, I mean, you can look me up. You know what I mean? You can Google me. Oh. And you, you see my name all over the place. Right. Talk. You know what I mean? So I was killing the game. Uh, I started in real estate. My first year in real estate, you know, you know, me being 23, 22 years old, I made, my, I made 180 grand. Mm-hmm. To me, that was that's huge. Right, that's major. That's, that's, that's life changing. It's, it's life changing. And so my money went from one eighty to two forty the second year, uh-huh. two forty to three fifty mm. on paper. Okay, and then I got so much business through the real estate because all the homies and, all, and everybody was coming to me. They were like, "How are you doing this?" You know, and everybody wants to be part of something big. Right. So you know I me. Mean? Everybody came and followed me, and I got them into houses with no money down. Wow. All my friends, all my my homies got houses through me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then, of course, the word spread in the valley. Yeah. And everybody was coming to I never advertised once at all. Dang. All, all word of mouth. The all most powerful. word of mouth. It's the most powerful market ever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I did people right. I do good business. You know what I mean? I always try to put, people, I always try to put my people on and take care of my own and make sure everybody's set. Right. Absolutely. You know? So, um, fast forward. I got, I'm, I got to, up to 10 properties. Uh-huh. Okay? Not only that, I even scaled up to owning a franchise with my mentor, Lucky, where we own Remax. Okay. Called, yeah, it was called Remax Gold. Uh-huh. So, you know what I mean? And I was the co-owner of that with her. Mm-hmm. Okay. She did the um, office work. I did the field work. And we hired realtors, all that. We had a whole team going on. And I skipped up into doing the higher end homes with doctors and attorneys, buying $2 million homes, $3 million homes. Uh-huh. And then that's when I went from, you know, three forty a year to $1.2 million a year on paper. So what... How is the money coming in? Is it from commission checks? Is it from it was uh, the the one point two was coming from all commission, all commission. So yeah. you were an agent. Yes, I was an agent at the time. Yes, you're agent plus co-owner. Oh, Remax. agent and then co-owner of Remax, and yes. then you had your own investment properties yes, as well. Absolutely. So you were up. I was up. 
killing it as a young, like a youngster, 25, 26 years old. Uh -huh. So when I remember I was 25, I wanted to keep my word. I used to tell my pops, I'm going to own my own Ferrari by the time I was 25. Mm. You know, I, mean, I told him that since I was five years old, that I'm going to give me a Ferrari. So I missed it by one year, but it's okay. Who's, who's counting that, right? Right, who's counting, Yeah, man? so I bought a Bentley instead back then. Bentley Coupe was hot at 25 years old. And the next year, I bought Floyd Mayweather's Ferrari at 430 mm. at 26 years old. You said you bought it from him? From Floyd. Wow. It was his. Yep. And how old were you? Uh, his car, was 20, I was 26 years old. You were 26 years old. Yeah. Now, paint the picture for me. You're 26 years old. I mean, to be purchasing a car from Floyd Mayweather is huge. Mm -hmm. What are you thinking in that moment? Are you thinking on top of the world? Are you thinking, what's the next move? What are you thinking at that time? Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you, man. It was an emotional moment for me. Because I, like I said, I, I always told myself when I get the keys to a Ferrari, I was going to drive up my butt up to um, the east side. Where uh -huh. I, where I, that, that's where I moved to. Uh -huh. And go to Sunrise Mountain. And look at the hill, you know, on Hollywood. Yeah. You see the whole view of the valley. Yep. It's going to park my car right there and just look at it and just take it all in. And I did that. And I just, I'm going to be honest with you, as a grown man, I was emotional. And I was wow. thanking God for that. I, I did it. Right. I did it. And I could take care of my daughter. And, you know, I was a single dad. And I had my daughter, was, I was in high school. Wow. So I, I had to make it. Had to. I had, there was no other choice. I had no other choice. You know what I mean? I want to be a man that my dad raised. Uh-huh. And still be a hustle like my mom's and take care of mine's. Yeah, absolutely. So you get the car, the Ferrari at 26 here, soaking it all in. You're, yeah. you're purchasing it for Mayweather. Now, actually, with the, no, I purchased it for Mayweather, but I had to buy it through a third party. Okay, so like yeah, a broker. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. Okay. It makes sense. You didn't yeah. go hand yeah. him the yeah. cash yeah. for exactly. it. Exactly. But um, what happens after that? What happened after that? Life is good, everything is good. Um, I will never forget this day, and to, September 2008, the market crashed. Mm. The market crashed. You know what I mean? The market crashed. The world's market crashed. Every day, banks was going out of business. I have, remember I had like eight deals on my own pending, adding up to half a million dollars for the month. And commission? Commission. Wow. Happening and commissions together. But of course, you know, I had to split with my partner. Right. Okay. okay. So yeah. Yeah. So quarter mil. Quarter mil. Okay. But to the business, it's half a million. Okay. Mm -hmm. Each day, each deal, bank was going out of business. I was losing deals left and right. There's nothing I could do. I was trying to save it. I'll move a deal to another mortgage bank. They could do it. Guess what happened? They go out of business two days later. Damn. It was bad. I didn't end up with nothing. Nothing. You know what? I take that back. Ten grand out of half a million. That's not. That's nothing to me. That's not. Yeah. That's nothing. You know what I'm saying? So we're trying to fix it. We're trying to save it. And nothing we, we could do to save the business. Because nobody was not spending no money. The, the world was scared. Customers were losing their money. Everybody was getting mad at me. Like, I I didn't do this. Right. You know, I'm Throw trying it up to, to me. Uh, to me, I would never do this. I would save it. To, uh, but I can't. So I lost $2 million, five cars, 10 houses, everything. Even I even lost my wife. You even lost your wife. Divorce and everything. My whole life. Upside down. Damn. So you, you can imagine what that could do to a man or even a, or just anybody. Right. Anybody, you know what I mean? But I still trying to hustle, still trying to grind. Nothing, nothing, nothing. So I, I went to depression. I can actually admit that. And I mean, I'm human. Yeah. Even the strong, strongest are still human, man. Yeah, a lot of entrepreneurs. Yeah. 
I, was, I went to a deep depression. My dad talked me out of it. Still didn't work. You know, he was telling me, son, you, you got to get up. If you don't get up, it ain't going to come to you. You know what I mean? And, I, and then I talked to a, a real good friend of mine out here. His name is Mike. He owns a custom carbon company out here. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And, um, excuse me, a custom um, rim shop. Okay. And his name is Mike. Um, he gave me a good pep talk, and he would tell me, you know, Rick, who are you trying to impress? Who cares about anybody out here? You got to take care of yourself and your family. You know what I did? Uh-huh. And he said, what, what I did, I'm going to get a job. But you know what? That job's going to be temporary. I'm going to stack my money and we can do it again. He said, forget everybody. Handle your shit. Bounce back up. Bounce back up. Once you're a millionaire, you can always be a millionaire. Do it once, I can do it again. Man. So that motivated me. So I got me a job and got involved in time, sir. And that's when I met your mother. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, that getting involved in timeshare. Yeah. I, my mom called me a timeshare baby. So right. I know. And she's taking me out there mm-hmm. to do greeting and stuff back when right. I was like 16. So I know how tough it is. It's real tough. What What was your mindset? Because first of all, it's new to you, even though you've sold before. In the real estate space, the the whole timeshare thing has like a, a uphill battle. Oh man! From the start, yes, yes. So how did you deal with dealing with an uphill battle financially and losing all your money, as well as learning this new industry and dealing with that? You know what, man? When they when they took me took me around to see all the top bookers, you know what that means? Yeah, LBCs, you know. I, I was sitting there making money. You know what I mean? And I, I put up with your mom, and she was killing. She got 10 that day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, God damn. I want to be like her. Yeah, she kills it. Yeah, and I want to be like her. Shit, maybe I could be better than her. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And it's me and her, and she just took me in on the ring. Like, your mom's really tough, man. Right. You know what I mean? She's really tough. Stay stays in her lane, and let's go home. Take care of you guys. Right. And But she took me in. And, and help me get by, and I did real good. Right, I, I became one of the top OPCs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, mm-hmm. what what was your lifestyle like while you were making money in timeshare? Was it keeping it as modest as possible so you could save as much, or what were you doing with the man, money? Man, I was man living bare, bare minimum, bare minimum um, to the point. And I'm gonna say this out on on, on the radio. My mom, my mom's, my dad told me to come stay with them. I'm a grown man telling me to go stay with them. Yeah. And, you know, that's kind of like, ugh. But my, my dad made a point. Hey, what's the point of having family if, if we can't help you? Wow. So you come stay with us in our big house. All you got to do is pay your mama 500 a month. I know you can pay that. Right. And save all your money because I, I want you to get back up. Because you are future. Because when we go down, you're going to take care of us. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So I said, Bet. So I, went, I moved with my, my pops, and I just, every paycheck we got paid every week, I just put it away. Paid away. I gave myself only 100 bucks allowance. And I was eating that much for, for food and gas. I didn't mm-hmm. do nothing. You know, gas was cheap back then. Right. You know what I mean? $2. So I, I didn't have no car, man. And then, yeah, I remember, I, I'm, the, I'm Bentley riding, Ferrari riding, Escalade riding at 26, 27 years old to no car, no home. So lucky for me, my ex-wife was the manager of hers. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It was nothing but love. We didn't, we didn't have a bad breakup. You know what I'm saying? I was going through some things. I just had to go do me. It wasn't her. I made the decision. It was me. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, you know, I'm a man I'm, I'm a, of importance. I just want to take care of mine. If I don't feel like taking care of, what's the point of, of a man? So I, I separated from her. But she's, she's always loved me. So she was a manager at Hertz. And she gave me that family discount still. Oh. So I was doing monthlies through Hertz at, at the low. Uh-huh. I was renting my car. I was in Malibu, Cervis, all that. Yeah. But I didn't care, though. It didn't matter. I just needed a car to get to work and go pick up my daughter when I, when it was my time in the weekend. Right. So I, I was living bare minimum. Man, man, McDonald's, bro. I remember McDonald's, oatmeal's, dollar, value meals. Man, <laughs> every day. And sometimes I saved some money. I mean, I saved up like 30 grand. Uh-huh. And that's when I started splurging a little bit for myself. Uh-huh. You can't eat that nasty food every day. Yeah, you can't do that you know for you know I, mean? I was I was going to the gym a lot, keeping myself busy mentally, mind, spirit, and soul. I would take myself on dates. Just for myself, man. I wasn't worried about no girls, no nothing else. I, I do I call it the me, myself, and I date. I'll mm. go have some sushi, go watch some movie, travel to California, go see some family. Right. And come back and do it again. So I had a go and I hit that go. I hit that go. I invested my money into um properties. Put my money on that. Put my money in some bitcoins. Back then, when it was first started, kind of. Yeah. Now, so I hit on that. So that's when you guys were working outside. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Bitcoin was still. Yeah, it's very fresh. For yeah, sure. Yeah, it was fresh. Um, Bitcoins went up one year. I hit. Now, I mean, I made a great, uh, 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 almost fifty grand. Mm. I bought Bitcoins for like for five thousand for three coins. Dang. Total. So yeah, it this hit. is a while ago. So it hit right before Christmas. It hit for I'm like like. It's like 18k, 1.21 each each coin. And each coin. So I I I I, bought, I pay I, I cast out about 50. Man. Um, so you know I took that 50, had 30 in my account, so I had 80 now. I'm almost to 100. My goal was to hit 100. You know what I'm saying? I got that extra 100 on some side hustles. You know, with my cousin in, in Long Beach, uh huh, in Cali, and you know what I mean he's a smart dude too. So I hit that 100 grand, and then I I invested into the cannabis business. Mm. When cannabis became legal here in June 2017, I was part of that. What do you mean? So my my man's my man's from New York. His name is Alex. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He's always you know always finding ways to invest money. You know a lot of guys cats from New York are hustlers. Uh, he flew. He owned a, a major uh, company up in, in, in um, the Bronx. Uh huh. And he always told me, "Hey man, I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back to Vegas. I'm gonna put you on to something." Now you know a lot of cats be talking. Yeah, I didn't take him serious, man. You know, he's, he's my man's, but you know, two years later he came through. He said, "I'm, I'm in town. Let's meet up." But again, mm-hmm. I was blowing him off because I was busy, not just because I didn't want to see him. Right. And he, one day he hit me up, like roll top, put me in my place. He said, "Hey, man, you man, you want to make these M's or not? If you don't want, it, man, I'll go back home." I was like, "Ah, oh, nah, come through, come through." So he came through, gave me a big hug, and he put a folder on, on my table. He said, "Look at that." I looked at it, and he had certificates to do marijuana here in the States. Mm. Recreational. He had the license. And he said, yeah, I want to put you on. Uh-huh. I want to keep my word. I'm going to put you on. And the reason why and how I met Alex, I'm going to keep it 100 on live. I mean, I'm going to keep it 100 out here. I mean, I, I got locked up on some BS, uh-huh. and I met him in jail. Wow. And he, that's when he told me that. And he kept his word. He said, in jail, he said, I'm going to put you on. I'm going to put you on. Why? Why did he say that? Because me and Vibe, me and me, he had my back in jail. And we would just talk. You know what I mean? We were two good people that didn't need to be there. Right. And, I, and he was a victim of, of, of the recession also. Mm. So we just vibe and we had similarities. You know? Plus, we're from New York. Yeah. So you're using the, the 100 that you have now. Mm-hmm. How much you putting into the, 
the cannabis business. Well, how, how that one worked out, my man, is he told me he knows I'm real big in real estate. You know, uh -huh. So he said, go get your license back again. So I, I went back to school to get my license. Uh -huh. I know the business. Right. You know what I mean? But I, I had to go retake my test again because I let my license go. I couldn't afford it. Yeah. You got to pay the yearly due. Yeah, yeah I couldn't afford it. Yep. So I, I got back on, passed the test, of course, easy. Got my license, got set back up. Had to learn the whole new game of real estate. The rules change. And then I went to go. He said, if you go find the land and the build out and the investor, me and my partner will give you 10% stake in the business. Mm. That's going to be your payment. Oh. So you just need, so you located the land the, for the uh, commercial the, space. All that. I need to give me 10% of the business. Dang. And then the business took off, I'm guessing. Of course. Of course. So that's how it started. So none of you, none of that hundred grand no. that you no. saved up, you didn't use. So what did you use it for? Real estate. I bought a fourplex in Oregon. In Oregon. Yes. And when when does the when does the exotic cars kick Came in? in? Okay. So, like I said, I, at this time when I was doing all this, I was still in timeshare. Uh huh. Okay, making moves. Kicking so you making moves and still I'm doing time Still share. clocking in. Still clocking in. Low key doing do my doing my hustle. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Because I still want to have consistent pay. While I'm. You know, I'm trying to find myself again. Right. So when I was hustling inside um, and making moves, you know, connecting the dots with real estate, the cannabis, everything. Yeah. Uh, meeting people, networking, um, doing different things, Bitcoins, all that crypto. Um, I got, I got transferred out. I got your mom went to Diamond Resorts. Uh huh. And I went to Diamond Resorts. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's when it was even better. You know, so uh, a good friend of ours. Her name was, she was like the VP of the company. Her name was Joanna. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, Joanna. Good, 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 good person. Real good. She's, she's solid. She sent me out to um, Palm Springs. Mm -hmm. And then I, was, I went out to Palm Springs. I needed, I needed to leave Vegas because I, I needed something new. So I went out to Palm Springs, and I just killed it. I mean, I was making a quarter million a year for Diamond. Mm. OPC. Uh, I was I said it was in house. I was in house. Oh, so sales. Yeah, yeah. No, I was doing in house marketing. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know what I mean. So instead of being outside, I was inside. Okay. At the, at the resorts. Oh, okay. You know what I mean, upgrade, on the phone. No, up, upgrading um, corner owners. So when oh. they check in, you just upgrade them to go on the time service. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So it was, to me, it was easy. You know what I mean? Uh, I came from Vegas. Yeah, you know where it's tough. You're outside. outside. Yeah, where I went to Cali. It was too easy. It was way too easy. You know what I mean? These reps was like, "How are you doing it? What's this?" You know, my, my you know, Vegas battalion with, with Sarks. Right. So uh, God blessed me with that. I was killing. I was stacking my, my bread with that. You know what I'm saying? And now, like I said, I was thinking all, all that good money was from Diamond and investing to different properies. Mm -hmm. That's all I was doing. Dang. I wasn't, man, I wasn't buying nothing. I wasn't trying to look flossy, nothing. And then at the time to go, I, I, I needed a car. So I decided to go buy me a Porsche. Mm. And that's, that was my reward for me. And I bought a Porsche out there. Yeah. So I bought me a Porsche, doing my thing, feeling good. I'm making moves, money's coming in everywhere. Then I got promoted. I mean, got promoted. And then six months later, I got promoted again. And that's why I got transferred out to Scottsdale. Uh huh. And that's where you're at now? Uh, yes. 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 I'm Phoenix, Scottsdale. Um, and then I ended up buying a Maybach. Yeah, a Maybach, yeah. So, you know what I mean? What funded the Maybach? Was it, it wasn't timeshare. <laughs> you know, I, I told you, man, I had real estate properties, investments. All that coming in together. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, everything yeah. together. Yeah, everything together. Multi-streaming income. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's adding some good amount of money. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I had my properties paying for my lifestyle. Yeah. 
and then all the money you're making from your job yes it's just you're storing it away storing Storing it away all that and then putting it to work in real estate yes you you always want to have your money work for you right know what i mean you don't want to work for the money you want to have the money work for you right so what i was doing i was going hard at diamond so hard diamond was over time all the time it was was okay because i was buying my freedom i was buying my freedom if you know what i mean yes i know exactly what you mean i I had it i had i had a plan I'm, i'm gonna go be a boss again and what i mean by being a boss it's on your own business you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So Diamond helped me get to that point. Right. So time share business, period. You know what I mean? I didn't want to retire in time, sir. I, I, I was not trying to be the CEO of time, sir. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was just, I was just making my money. That was it. And I did that. So, you know, of course, COVID happened. Uh-huh. Diamond and everything got closed down. Right. So that's when I got pushed out with other reasons. And I was saying that was a big wake-up call. You know what? This is about a year off my goal, but it's just time to go ahead and open my own, my own, my own business again. Yep. So I decided I wanted to get into the car business. And I hit one of my friends because I was going to buy my girl a nice Maserati truck for her, for, for Christmas. Uh-huh. And I mean, cause she deserved that because, you know, she, she bought me a Ferrari for my birthday. You know what I mean? So, it's a hell of a gift. Yes, yes, it's a hell of a gift. <laughs> you know, um, so I was trying to surprise her with that. So my boy name is named Knox. He'd been out in Vegas for um, 20 years. And what he, when I was doing real estate, he was doing the car business. And he was killing it. And he was doing the, the custom cars here in Vegas. So, uh-huh. I, so I got the idea from him. Yeah. Custom exotic, let's remember the cars, rims, tent, wraps. He was the only one doing that, killing the game here in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So I hit him up, not even thinking about doing it for myself. I said, hey, man, let me get a car off of you. Let me buy your Maserati that you have in your fleet. You know what he said to me? Nah. Why I help you get your own where your cars will make you money, like me? Mm-hmm. And then you can drive whatever you want, young man. That's what, that's what you mean. I'll put you onto the business. So mm-hmm. you like cars like me. Yeah. And I said, why throw all the money you throw, man? Hey, man, I love your swag, Rick. But you're you throwing your money away in these cars. These cars are a depreciation factor. But now if you turn your liability into an asset, then your cars are going to work for you. Then you're gonna be driving for free. Mm-hmm. On my cars, I don't pay nothing. Dang. I don't, I don't pay nothing for my Ghost. I don't pay nothing for my Bentley. The business pay for my all my stuff. Dang. How do you, how did you set it up like that? My though? business credit, all that he was telling me. You know what I mean? Now he's buying. Now he owns a yacht. Dang. He's doing. He's doing his thing in Florida now. He, he moved from Vegas to Florida. So he decided to mentor you based off yes. of you coming in. Just to buy a car from him. And he seen the hustle. Yeah, he said the hustle, man. Rick, I, he said he said, man, you're a good dude. You know, I mean, something about you. I, I want to help you. Uh huh. And he just took me in and did that. I said, you know what? Let's do it. And so he took he took me in, and I. That's how Boss Life was created. Mm. Boss Life was like was created back in November 2020. So what's the first step to purchasing your first exotic rental? That's what I did. Well, I'm gonna back up a little bit. Uh huh. I started Boss Life Exotic was off my personal cars. So your Maybach? My Maybach, my Range Rover, and my Ferrari. Uh-huh. I started Boss Life with that. My girl was telling me, hey, well, let's put your cars up first. Let's test it out first. Because all my cars was custom. Mm-hmm. So we did that. She set it up on that. We did it on Turl. Okay. Yeah, she put me on Turl. At first, I was like, Ugh, I don't use my own cars. Yeah, those are like your babies. It's my babies. But you know what? She said, she, she put me in my place. You want to make money or you want you want to flex? Oh, so I want to make money. Yep. All right, you need to get over that. 
You know what I'm saying? I said, okay, I, I queen. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and every man needs somebody like that. Yeah, you know, I like, 100% agree. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, anyway, we did that, and it was, we were killing the game with that. At first, it was hard, but nobody was renting my cars. Maybe it was too high. I don't understand. But she tweaked it, she tweaked it, she tweaked it, and found out our first winner. We got super, super excited, and then it took off. My car was always getting rented. Mm-hmm. I said, you know what? Yeah, Knox, let's get some more cars. So he put me on to the business credit stuff. So you're purchasing cars with business credit? Yes. So, so business credit, not business credit, some personal credit, mm-hmm. okay? And especially I, to get started, right? Yeah, to get started. Yep. You know what I mean? But uh, something went wrong on the business side with Knox. You know what I'm saying? Um, so he had some personal issues to take care of. You know, my man's had to go ahead, so I, I couldn't wait for him. Mm-hmm. I just remember the game he taught me. You know what I mean? To hold yeah. me over until he comes back. Yeah. So I had to use personal credit. Me and my girl. Uh-huh. And that's how we started getting the cars. Off of personal credit. You know, so you're financing them, you're financing each car. Mm-hmm. Or is there other strategies you're using to purchase them? No, in the beginning we, we were financing the cars. Uh-huh. Personal credit. Like I was through saying. a credit union, through the credit unions, Wells Fargo, commercial banks, all of it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So we end up with like ten cars. Okay, with ten cars from Kuna three of my own. Uh-huh. Okay. Then I got in some I got investors that we call them guarantors. They also invested in my business and provided me with cars too. Wow. So basically I was using other people's money. Dang. So, so how so because you, because at uh-huh. first, because at first nobody wasn't messing with me, man. Yeah. Yeah, but I told my dream I was gonna do, oh yeah, 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 boss, I'm down, I'm down, I'm down. But when when stuff gets real, it's crickets. Yep. Everyone's down until it's time to put, put up the move. money. Put up the money, but nobody put the move. So, but two out of five people I, I went to with the idea stood by me. Mm-hmm. So one of my zoles and a good, good friend, homegirl, she's about her money. And she believed in me. Uh-huh. She said, I'm, I'm down. My zole was like, of course, I'm down. And just off those two people, you know what I mean? I was able to get cars, multiple cars. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, me and my girl, of course. And then when we grew... Then everybody wants to rush in and, and get involved with boss life. Yeah, because now that is popular to support right. you. Yeah. Now they're like, oh wait, we we'll, we'll get in. Yeah, we get. In. I, I I I had a, one of my homies rolled up on me, talking about, hey man, I got sixty racks right now. Can I, can I buy in? I was like, nope. Damn. How much does he need? You know what I'm saying? But no, he said he asked me. He want, he want to give me sixty racks to buy in uh, to, to the company. Nah, I asked you in the beginning. You wasn't there. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna go ahead and have you come in when it's just fly, flying now. Right. No. Mm-mm. Thank you, bro. I'm good. And I get the move. It feels so damn good. I bet. It feels so damn to prove everybody wrong. Right. Nobody didn't believe in me. You know what I mean? People at the time, sir, business, you know what I mean? We're talking shit. Didn't think I was gonna do it. Yeah. Didn't believe in me. And look at me now. And they call me for a job. That's a flex. It's a mad flex. But you know what? I'm not doing it to to to, to appease them. Right. I'm just doing. I'm just doing just for you me. and your family. Yeah. It's me. I'm just doing me. Man. So what I'm t- what I'm trying to say is don't don't let nobody get in your way in your dreams, man. Because everybody's always going to put you down. Right. You know what I mean? Majority Americans are a working class. So this is why I stick to you know like-minded people. Mm-hmm. The one percent club. Because those are the ones you want to stick around because they're going to want to invest into your ideas. Right. And then when they have ideas, they're going to put you onto it and you invest into their ideas. 
And you grow. And you grow. And you scale. And that's why now I I I I'm with a good group of people now. Right. Now I mean now I got a I got I got a good homie man, a real good friend man. He was actually my a customer when I, when I started, and we just became friends. Uh huh. He stood by me. You know what I mean? I, I watched him how he moved. Good 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 young brother man. Good young brother. He's thirties man. I, I I salute him. Now he's part of Boss Life full time. And he, he's, he's all in. He's rolling. He's rolling, man. He helped me. He, he's an asset to the business. He's an asset to me as a friend. And uh, I, I'm going to help him like he's helping me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Man, this is an incredible story. And, I mean, personally, I got a lot of value mm-hmm. out of just doing this podcast. <laughs> right. Now, just to kind of wrap it up, where can everyone find your information about the exotic cars, the real estate, and what else do you have going on? Do you teach people? Do you have mentorship, anything like that? So right now, I am working on that next. So a lot of my peers would tell me I need to do a mentorship and a class where I can help others. Right. So that's that's in the works right now. So um, to find information, you can go to my um, IG. Uh-huh. I mean, Hayson Boss. Yep. Okay, spell, it's like it has spelled H-A-I-T-I-A-N, Boss, B-A-W-S-E. Okay. Then you can find Boss Life, the company on, on IG, Boss uh-huh. of Exotics. Uh-huh. And also, you can go to the .com, bossofexotics.com. Wow. Well, I really do appreciate you coming on. And I don't know about you guys, but I got massive value out of this episode. And apply this information. Don't just listen to the podcast and think that was a good episode. Uh, he gave a lot of value. If you want to get in a similar situation, especially if you love cars like me and him, go out there and apply this information. Go out there. Put your money aside. Start doing the things that you know that you need to do so you can get to the next level and live the boss life. So I'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace.